1: What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to this special live episode of Outside the Trenches. I'm BJ Kissel, joined by my pals Nick Leckie and Tucker Franklin. And this show is now sponsored by Five Farms Irish Cream, thanks to our friends up at Holiday Distillery in Western Missouri. got a lot of great products, but this is the one that uh, is my personal favorite. And, Tucker, uh, we spend a lot of time, we talk a lot, and you know how much uh, I actually enjoy the Five Farms Irish Cream.
2: It's true. Uh, It's very good. It's very delicious. It's great on its own. Great mixed in with other things, as any good liquor should be. Any good liquor should be good on its own and good with other things. Uh, Like Nick Lucky. He's good on his own, but he's also good with others.
3: That's so true, Tucker. I'm glad you said that instead of me, because it would look boastful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying it with a little hot chocolate right now, because it's... Uh...
2: Oh BJ, I think you you lost your mic there.
1: There we go. Okay, there we go. Uh, we appreciate everybody for spending part of your day with us. Tucker, why don't you get this thing started? With uh, anybody who's been listening to the show knows that uh, now it is set up as a blind nil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yep. I'll go ahead uh, get it started. Then I'll kick. I'll get the party started. It's now blind nil as BJ mentioned, um, and. It was tasked with me to have the serious football topic um, and I don't take that they take that task very lightly so I have a very good topic for you guys um, the season's about to kick off there's a lot of predictions a lot of a lot of uh, things being thrown around being said by national media local media stuff like that um, you know I think there was a there's a receipts channel now added in the discord so where people can drop in <laughs> tweets and just keep the receipts uh, going. So I really like that. But this is what I want to ask you guys. It's February, right? So it's the end of the season. Uh, Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. We look back and say, man, that guy was really important to the Super Bowl run. We should have been talking about him earlier in the offseason. I want to know who that is. I want to know who you guys think should be getting more maybe quote-unquote hype right now that maybe deserves a little bit more and that Mm -hmm. you think is almost like the most underrated player kind of going into the season.
1: Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it's, a, it's a good one. I think I'd give two. Uh, we give one? I'm going to give one on the offensive side of the ball and one on the defense because I feel strongly about both these guys. Uh, sorry, Nick, if I'm stealing one of your guys. Now I got my uh, my mic set back up, so we appreciate you taking care of that, Tucker, but um, that's never <laughs> happened before. Uh, but on the offensive side, I'm going to say Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, and the reason why is I had my fantasy draft. I know a lot of people have in their fantasy drafts <laughs> over the last week. Tell us so about your team, came, but I'm not gonna tell you about it because nobody cares, but I do care about the fact that I looked up that Juju Smith Schuster is projected for only 75 receptions and like 800 and like 50 yards, which is crazy to me when you, in the same breath, you could say, I believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for 4,500 to 5,000 yards. Travis Kelsey gets at best like 1500 of those. Who else is getting all of those yards? Juju is the next guy and so even by default he's going to have over a thousand yards if he stays healthy and we were talking about this i was talking about it was nate taylor on kcs and update that people want to knock juju for like recency bias and what has he done in the last couple of years and i was saying like i can throw a football better than ben roethlisberger did the last two years and i'm not one to make boastful statements but he, it was hard to watch ben roethlisberger play football over the last couple of years and the way he's throwing so I don't think Juju's got necessarily the amount of respect that he's deserved. And if the chiefs are going to make a run and win the super bowl, it's because the offense didn't take a step back in the way that some people have projected. They will now that the offense doesn't have Tyree kill. And then real fast on the defensive side, it, to me, it's Juan Thornhill. It's another guy that is poised for a breakout year contract years, undefeated, uh, as said by you know, our, our late friend, Torres Paylor always said it all the time, but, um, I strongly believe that Juan Thornhill is primed for a huge season. We know he had the ball skills coming out, got banged up, had the knee injuries coming back. Um, He's got everything set up for him to be the guy this year. Uh, Teammates, coaches are talking about his leadership and all of those intangibles, all those things. I'm excited to see what Juan Thornhill can do this year. And I think if they go and win a Super Bowl, it's because the back end of that defense that we've been talking about with a lot of new faces was gelled together and came together playing the schedule they do against the division with, Devonte adams russell wilson justin herbert those defensive backs are going to have to play well if the chiefs play well enough to win it's because Juan thornhill and those guys got together and did their jobs uh well enough for them to go make a run
3: you know it's funny you say that bj because i love the the justin reed signing like mm-hmm. I, I think it's such a such a great move for for a veteran and just to kind of kind of guide i thought it was a move to guide juan as well too um as far as, you know, here's 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 how you proceed to the next level. You know, you're getting out of that sort of rookie-ish, new guy-ish sort of phase, right? And you're asked to step up and and be a team leader, right? And he might not just read might be here for a couple of years, but he's gonna impart that wisdom on him, right? And you're just gonna they're building a new culture because this is a new team, this is a new season. And and it's one of those things where I was in Dallas where I believe it was Roy Williams had uh I think it was Darren Woodson, I forget I forget his name. But he really helped him out, and once Darren Woodson left, right, it was kind of like things kind of fell apart because you need that sort of veteran, young sort of partnership uh, in the back four, especially with the secondary. So yeah, so I I liked I liked the Justin Reed one. I I really did. To me, I I think that was one of those ones where when this defense come together, be from quiet leaders who know that that they're the leaders, and maybe the captains are right. So you know, one, one of those things too. And I think that really sets the tone because you can run the ball you want, but if you can't pass the ball, you know you're, you're going to win games like that if your defense is like that.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I like the I like those a lot. The, the big guy that I was kind of thinking of, got to bring this comment up from uh, from Chase Tyrell Washington here on the Facebook. Thank you for watching, Jody Fortson Willie Gay. Old I guys, I'm good girl, Jody High Roller. With the uh, old, uh, old red zone, riff Jody wrath. couldn't, couldn't do it wrath. again. Um, <laughs> the guy I think that we're going to be looking at and saying, okay, how come we haven't really been talking about him a whole lot? I think it's McCole Hardman. I think McCole Hardman is primed for a, for a big breakout year. Another guy, when you talk about that, that contract year uh, being undefeated, he could really determine, you know, if he gets another contract from the Chiefs or from another team. Uh, again, you know, so uh, this could really determine – you know how he plays, and I think on the defensive side of the ball, if we're talking about that defensive side of the ball, it's going to be I think a guy on the defensive line. I think it's Colin Saunders, who, honestly, who could be a really young, son uh, underrated guy. Who if he comes in and, and he plays really well on the snaps he gets, gets an increased snap count. I I like what he can do.
3: I love that. I mean, he's got to take the interior D line play. It's awesome. You know, I think that thing back to me when you look at like Jody Fortson, I think the thing that did it for me was. I saw the clips and I know it's practice but I love the clips of him running through the defense because um, you know it shows you you're not scared to play football and I think that translates heavily where if you're willing to sort of beat up on your own teammates you're definitely ready to, to beat up on on opposing players and I, I don't mean that like like he wasn't beaten up but I'm saying just doing stuff like that right I love when any sort of back or receiver gets the ball and they run with confidence you know, there's something to be said, and I think that's the big thing with McCole Hardman this year, this season, is he glimpsed it last season, is you know running with confidence, and so yeah, you he could have a good one too, where it's like, okay, this is it, man, you know your dogs are on a roll, right? Now it's time for you to 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 roll with that, to bring that bring that Georgia energy into into Arrowhead.
2: Yeah, I think. I, I- I don't know. There's something about McCole Hardman this year that I think can be really valuable, especially when you start to look at the receiving corps as a whole. A lot of other attention going elsewhere. You know, obviously, Travis Kelsey, MVS, Juju Smith-Schuster, all those guys. And it's like, you know, McCole is, isn't, I don't want to say is getting disrespected. He's coming off one of his best years as a, as a statistical years at, with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think that this year could be a, a year where production is at an all-time high for him. Um, I think that's, I think that's one that could be really important for this chief's offense. Like I mentioned last week with Clyde, I think Clyde's another one of those guys that mm-hmm. if he gets it going, it's, it's going to be going to be a good year for the chiefs.
3: If they can commit, commit to the run. Right. Right. If,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but the chiefs don't have to, but may, maybe they will this year. Right. You gotta, you gotta start, you know, thinking of Mahomes long-term,
1: you know, they, it's not going to happen. Andy Reid. People <laughs> have been saying that about Andy <laughs> so Reid's <true>. entire career. I just, I wanted that. to say Sean McCoy was saying that like, it's, always been a thing
3: um, you think former true. O-lineman would like to run it
2: right <laughs> that's a good point well he was an o line coach wasn't he before he became a head coach mm-hmm. yeah.
1: at the time the I mean? Andy Reid got that job in Philly uh, he was the first coach to be hired as a head coach in like more than a decade that had never been a coordinator he was right. never an offensive coordinator he went straight from quarterbacks coach O-line coach tight ends coach what he did in in Green Bay straight to being a head coach
3: but it makes Pretty sense. Crazy when I you mean, think about it. But, yeah, but, you know, crazy. but, but right if you're like, I mean, wide receiver coach, sure, you got three guys out there, maybe four guys out there. But I mean, O line, you have you're managing five guys, and you know, throwing in a tight end. So I mean, it's almost like you're an you're a coordinator with the amount of people you got to watch and scheme to the concepts. I mean, it's a, it's a, yep. it's an entity in itself
1: the tight ends I remember hearing stories about how the tight ends just hated when he was the tight ends coach because he worked so much that he put so much time and he made those guys do everything there's only like three of them on the team so like those three guys you couldn't, <laughs> damn it you weren't and there I, it was very obvious that yeah. you were not there there's, that's right you know DB room there's like 10 of those dudes offensive line there's nine ten guys in a room the tight ends There's like three of those guys and a coach
2: Before we fully move on, I want to bring this comment up from W Yoder 5 Does McColl get a Pro Bowl invite? I think that's tough just because of how many good wide receivers that there are in the AFC. Pro Bowl's tough with, like, voting and everything like that, uh, especially with, like, fan voting and how it's determined. It's kind of wonky. Um, But especially with as many bigger names than him uh, in in the AFC, I think that's tough. But – You know, I think there's probably a line for this on our friends at DraftKings. They probably got a line on McCall Harmon. probable invite. And guess what? The wait is over for DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And it's officially live in the state of Kansas, just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. You bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Thursday night is almost here. What more action for early night kickoff? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. You get up seven and you win. Bet on any pro football team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800 522 4700. Must be 21 years or older. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt in. Moneyline bets only deposit and wagering restrictions apply eligibility in terms at draftkings.com slash Kansas on behalf of boot Hill resort and casino.
1: Good there stuff, you know. Tucker. And before That's we great. move on to, to Nick's segment, I want to bring on this comment from uh, Kyle coffee asking outside of Murray, who's the scariest Cardinal that Casey will have to worry about. No D hop. is old still can, can still be a problem. And then Connor is a cool. red zone focused running back. Uh, To me, it's always going to be the guy who can score a touchdown if you make one guy miss, and that's Marquise Brown. Uh, Their speedster receiver, that guy's got the ability. Um, If they let him get outside his rush lane, him being Kyler Murray, he gets outside the pocket, somebody breaks down, he's got a little extra time, DB loses him on the back, Marquise Brown's fast enough to run past everybody. And so those are the only things you worry about with those big plays. Um, It's a lot harder, obviously, to methodically go down the field. Um, Matriculating that ball down the field to score touchdowns. (laughs) We always worry about the guys that could do it on one play. So uh, that's my answer right there for most dangerous player. But uh, Nick, this has been your baby since we started doing podcasting like five years ago with this blind nil. And again, everybody who's Mm. might not be new, might be new to this show. uh, We all bring a different topic or a different segment to the show that the other two do not know about. And so we're all kind of having a fun conversation like you would uh, in a bar with your buddies. Um, And that's what. Outside the Trenches has now become as part of Casey's Sports Network <laughs> on this show. We want all the shows to be a little bit different, and we get to be the ones to have a little bit more fun, a little bit more laid back and conversational yes. style.
3: Yes.
1: All right. Yes. Nick, what do we got? What's your Blind mill segment for us today?
3: I've been a good boy, haven't I, gentlemen? Uh, I've been a really good boy, and I've we've done football stuff. And this is the perfect episode that we're kind of tweener. Right. We're not playing the coveted Thursday night spot this week. So we got the normal Sunday game. So this is still sort of like we made the team. It's after four o'clock. You know, we can joke around. Right. We're here for the first week. That being said, what is your greatest weird achievement in your life? So you can't say like I won this or I did that or I had kids or. I arrange my, my penance, you know, perfectly on my boosters. I mean, what is like the weird achievement? How would that not permitted? I
2: you, is that not
1: promote? This it's a hard <laughs> one to surprise people on. It is. Yeah, um,
3: it is. Well, that's because it's so good. Cause I know, I know, you know, what I almost want to hear too. I want to hear, I want to hear you sort of like in your head, sort of like give us like, like a bullet list and like how you're, <laughs> and how you're thinking. Like that's what I want to hear. I mean, it's just your weird achievement—you know, something in your life that was like, okay, this is maybe I, you didn't know this about me, type thing. Or that's
1: what I like right. to do. Well, different style of weird. Because I know what you mean by weird is like you want weird, goofy, funny. No, I think you no, like no. I think no, it was.
3: I don't. Don't pitch right. me. Well,
1: one of them is completely self-serving. One of the things I'm most proud of in my life, but yes. I, it comes with a lot of disclaimers.
3: You can't say. Um, it.
1: I can. It's just I get to explain. <laughs> I'm kidding. It. I'm kidding. Our podcast. I can explain. It's all part of a podcast. I want. Do what I want. I it what it. What I want. <laughs> no, uh, the one the, at first, I think it was, and I'm gonna mix up all the years. I think it was like eighth grade. I finished uh, like third in the state in the state bowling championship. What? Yeah, state I lost bowling? the dude <laughs> who won. I'll never forget. He had like that '80s haircut. Where his name was Bo. And he's probably you might be listening to the show somewhere if so. Man, you were a sick bowler back then, but like he had the hair like shaved up and it was long on the sides and all parted over to one side. Um, like wow. the brother in Wedding Crashers. Wow, but Todd, I think it was Todd had that, like hair kind of haircut. Todd, but Todd, uh Todd his name was Bo. He was left-handed and he bowled like a 250. Holy like, smokes!
3: In what grade? Eighth grade?
1: I think it was like eighth grade. Did
3: did so. Todd did Todd? No, I'm kidding. Did Bo play? Did Bo play football? And if Bo could no play idea. football in eighth grade, what position would he be playing in eighth grade? Like nose guard? I'm picturing a nose guard.
1: No, he was, a a left-handed. Little, he was like a was Like a little guy.
3: So like a left tackle, like an eighth grade left tackle?
1: Maybe. An eighth grade guard. Sure. You keep asking me quite I don't know if he played football. I just you asked me weird achievement. If you want it to be football related. No, no,
3: I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I just said in your life. Okay. So what what place do you get in eighth grade? Bowling?
1: I think it was like second or third. I know Bo won, but I did like place.
3: If he got a two forty five, I hope to god he won. But in the elite, the elite, you know, the the, the PBA or whatever it's called, uh, damn, yeah. that would beat me. yeah that you know, I'll say
1: it is weird because I played sports. Obviously, Nick, you were uh, two time All American in college. You never gave <laughs> up a never gave up a sack. And throughout this, so I'm prefacing all this because it's an athletic achievement that I was a part of. But I've I've been on some really really good teams, but I was never anywhere close to being the best player on any of the teams I was on. But in high school, I was on a high school state football championship. I was on an AAU national championship in high school for baseball. Damn. and then in college I was on a Division two national championship team at Central Missouri and then I was with the Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl so I've been around teams that have won championships at absolutely every level but it blows people's minds because they know me they're like you are not a great athlete anywhere Damn. I just got Damn. really lucky. Being on all these really good teams, which is why I preach togetherness and family and like all those things exactly. about like what's really important because this stuff does matter. Um, I've seen it on every level that I was at. But um, so I take a lot of pride in and I take it very seriously when they talk about, you know, everybody believing in one another and kind of rooting in the same direction. Nick, I'm sure you're on teams that everybody did kind of root together. I mean, your teams are always good at K-State. But um, yeah, that stuff's That's- important to me. Completely random. That's what you get. You I like that. See, I like, like that.
3: There. I like that. I like that. You never know That's what's going to go. Hands blind nil, or hands blind nil,
2: or hands blind nil. Um, before <laughs> what you got? What you got? <laughs> what you got? Before I go, I have to read this comment from Kyle Coffey. He said, oh, you want oh. a cold refer- <laughs> no, <I'd> be. <laughs> oh <no>,
1: my
2: god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome on the show.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kyle, that you had to go through that. Oh my God. you had to experience I could, that i i couldn't do it because
3: i've eaten refried beans off the can like room temp not cold like that's like yeah. i mean, that's like bite that's like you know that thing will set you could dump out you know like and just how many cans kyle that's the real question what what would be like the win
1: <laughs> i really want to sure know what you do oh
2: yeah.
1: Tucker, I really I, want to know what your answer to this question is. Now that you had plenty of time, as I rambled on about random <laughs>
2: crap. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking about it. I I had one. I won a hot dog eating contest in college. Oh. Um. I think that's weird. Is there a weird video. N- it's like awesome. five minutes. So I only ate like five hot dogs or something like that. It's not really even that what? impressive. No, Joey Chestnut. But, you won, or anything, but, but when you I did won.
3: win. You did what did. it takes to win on that time.
2: That's true, and I think a lot of people kind of mailed it in, Um, but I, like, studied Joey Chestnut for, like, I only knew, like, 48 hours in advance I was going to be in this hot dog eating contest, so I was like, I've got to go all in and dedicate myself to this hot dog eating championship. Um, So I did that. I also won a talent show that same year at Northwest when I was at college, so. What year is uh, this in college? This was my freshman year of college, 2016. Oh, my God.
3: 2016 <laughs> I'm never I always like when that happens Tucker I always like yeah. the subtle reminders because you're so because you're an old soul
2: that's what I like to think uh, I'm wearing a Creed shirt this was like this tour was from like before I was born so like that is funny I was a junior in college in 2002 yeah I was maybe I was born in 98 but like
3: <laughs> that's too funny yeah I love that's what that. I think so you won that's a hot right. dog eating contest That that was your weird achievement
2: and a talent show where I did a dunk contest with like a mini hoop, you know. Like actually, I got one hanging up on my door right now. Yeah, here. I know
3: that. That's Dunk Session. Yeah. Yeah. What was, yeah, the, I, what was the dunk? What was the
2: dunk? I did, I finished with the Jordan free throw line, and I did a three sixty windmill for one of them, and then one of them was between the legs, but like I didn't hang it. Hang the door. Somebody somebody held the hoop. Okay. Um. Because we didn't. I was. I thought about this like thirty minutes before it had to be there. It was one of those things where it was like a last minute idea, like everyone was singing songs or lip syncing songs. Mm-hmm. I said, No, I'm gonna do something different. And I won. So
3: But you were gonna lip sync a song.
2: I was, and it was uh too sexy. Uh right said uh, Fred. Yeah.
3: I know. I was wrong that song was live. I said Yeah, look at nah, this guy. He got him all. A bad idea.
2: Not a big deal. Four straight audio podcasting,
3: but
1: was for time. the YouTube. Yeah. For the knuckle.
3: Yeah, that, that's a special. YouTube only. YouTube only. If you're listening to this, I'm not gonna tell you that BJ had all four rings
2: on his hand. Not gonna tell you that at all. Uh Preston Thornton, I wanna I wanna talk about this question. Who do I grab for my Chiefs for my fantasy team? Uh Patrick Mahomes. Jody Fortson. Uh, grab Patrick Mahomes. You got sixth uh, Travis round, right, Kelsey. <laughs> Jody Fortson steal stealing the sixth round. Um no, wait, he's just, probably a pickup,
3: right? He's a pickup, right? You pick him yeah. up. No, he's a, oh, he's oh, he's waiver wire for sure. Pick him up yeah. this week and every week after. Watch when he goes <laughs> off for two touchdowns versus Arizona. Hey, hey, mark my words, he's gonna do that. Start Let's Jody Fortson 20. this week. Two touchdowns. I, it
1: official. is plus it's plus eight fifty on DraftKings for any time touchdown for Jody Fortson. And I did place a bet on that.
3: What so. does that mean? I don't I don't gamble. So what does that so mean? It means you get really good, good odds.
1: Like a, so I bet like twenty five dollars to win, like I think that one's like you know what? I'll look it up.
2: It's eight and a half it's... to one is what it is. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's what that eight fifty means?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so like that's that number points. expressed
3: as a fraction or a ratio.
1: Yeah. Yes. Think it's like I think it's like four hundred and twenty-five dollars that I would win. Okay. If Jody Fortson catches a touchdown, I'll be excited for so many reasons.
2: We're gonna go nuts at the kingdom bar if that happens. <laughs> We're gonna absolute nuts.
1: All right, Nick, I gotta know what your weird thing is, it was your question. That's true. So
2: so
3: Okay, so do you want to go chronological order?
1: <laughs> this is already good. Yes.
3: Okay, so the first one's called the turkey drop. So in sixth grade, I was slim, I was skinny fat, right? So I was like, look slim, but I really wasn't. And um, I had played, grew up playing cardio or playing soccer. So my cardio was super high. Um, so I loved doing play sheet hockey, whatever. They announced on school that morning, this is like the, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, or something like that, that they had, we're having a turkey trot out in the Caldwell Middle School back, back a- area. And I'm like, cool. And they're like, and I'm like, all right, whatever. And there's like, the prize was a turkey. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. If I could bring home a turkey, how cool would that be? Right. Like, this, that was the prize <laughs> was a turkey or like a turkey trot. Right. So, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm go and, and win this. And so i right, just going to go run this. And so I run, right? I run and run this race and I'm, I'm running fast. And this guy, he, you know, he, he's like in about 20 yards in front of me. And his last stretch I could see the finish line. And I like full out sprint. Like I'm walking, him am like, like DK Metcalf or, you know, the, the T-1000 from Terminator. And I jump at the end and I didn't beat him, right? I, I didn't. This guy won. He won, Stephen all won the Turkey trot. He was a, uh, he did the rollerblades with five wheels and, you know, racing and stuff. So he's all in fit. So he won, he got the Turkey, right. But they felt so bad that they went and bought me like comic books and stuff to like, as like a prize. And then I, your boy got the credit in the yearbook for winning the Turkey trot. So it's like, what's the real win, right? It's that get the credit yearbook. And I don't get a stupid frozen Turkey to take home. You know, whatever. <laughs> and then my second one was um at what was a two-story bar next to Pizza Hut in Aggieville to the right. BJ,
1: Two story bar. It, it had like Aggieville.
3: a it had like a like, a, like a No, I don't even know. Next to Peter Pit. It was before Peter Pit. It doesn't matter. We go there and uh it was like I, think it was st- tubbies. I don't think it was Tubby's. Um so went there and uh, they were like, Hey, we're having Nick Revenant we eating contest. Can you join? And I'm like, Yeah, I'd love to. Like, this is what I was put on earth to do is to eat wings in quantity. So I ended up eating 119 wings and I won the wing eating contest. Yes. They're like the smaller ones. Congratulations.
1: Did and you get like a, Was you there get like a time limit?
3: I didn't get shit. No. No, it was not a trophy. And I didn't get any recognition for that one. That's all opinion here. And, but here's the thing it was only against one other dude, and he ate like 100. I know, right? How about that guy?
1: You think he was uh, 100 do it in- winning it? You just reminded me of a bunch of stories from college. We should have like a stories from college outside <laughs> the that, That's oh, like a it. March. That's like a pre-free agency March. Oh
3: yes, yes, I will do that one. That's fantastic.
1: Story. This is the entire new show. Stories from college. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll move on. Like everybody got all their stories out. Tucker, did did any other new strange stories or things that you won or just hidden talents that people don't know about?
2: No, I'm 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 a pretty simple guy. Just eat a lot of food and. Chug seltzer. Hang out, chug seltzer. Chug seltzers. It's true. We got a pack waiting okay.
0: for me. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: All right. Mine's a little out there too, uh, as yes, well for the final yes. blind. will it's not out there. Like that. it's nothing like yours. You're going to be so disappointed now. Um, but it's happened because high school football starting back up and I remember where I was the other day, but they started playing. I think it was actually when I was down at P Tucker, when I saw you uh, for the Taylor Hawkins tribute, they, uh, they're playing a song in the bar, uh, that we were in down at the taco joint down there and, i uh, started playing back in black, uh, from AC DC. And there's just certain songs that obviously, like, take you back to play. It's like a Kenny Chesney song. Um, but there's, like, certain songs that just take you back to certain things. And when it comes to, like, football, what's the, like, quintessential football song for you? And it's probably going to be different for everybody. Because when I heard Back in Black, I immediately went back to, like, high school football because played at Blue Valley. where the Blue Valley Tigers. We played at home. We were in an all black. And so, like, Back in Black was, pay- it was the song that they played pregame of what we were going into. Welcome to the jungle, all those Guns N' Roses song, Tucker. You're gonna have to Google them, mm-hmm. Okay, you figure <laughs> out who Guns N' Roses is. <laughs> every every dude in their 30s and 40s that played high school football knows who Guns N' Roses is. It was everybody's songs. But um, the other song is Crazy Train uh, from Ozzy Osbourne. For me, anybody who grew up going to Arrowhead um, back when you know the TD Pack band and uh, the Tony Depardo Pack band was there, but they always played Crazy Train with this cool video screen. Um, thing going on it was right leading up to kickoff it was awesome and i hear any one of those songs it takes me right back into a football place so the question becomes what's a song that you could hear that brings you right back to a football place at some point in your life and then explain why and give us a story about why it's cool i'm trying to connect to your weird one nick and i can't do it with the music but tucker looks severely <laughs> confused for anybody who's he's missing audio.
3: he's doing he's doing equations right now He's doing, like he's doing a proof. He's doing academic proof right now. No, no, no.
2: I'm just jotting everything that's coming down to my <laughs> head onto twice. this piece of paper. I so can't wait till all you all say that. like – I'll
3: jump you. Yeah, then I'll, I'll, say like I'll, jump, ahead. I'll <laughs> jump the I'll jump the cue. I've always, I've always, 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 always hated football pregame music. It's all, yeah. all of them.
1: Oh, so the We Ready song that you guys came all out of to them. all <laughs> the time?
3: All of them. All of them, awful. And guess what? I only heard it a billion times every pregame.
1: We, oh my ready. god, we ready? No, <laughs> no,
3: Willie, let's do this. No, yeah. I, I don't. I hate it, man. I absolutely like. To me, is just because I'm I'm in a miserable like. I got to preface this by saying, before any football game, I'm in a miserable headspace. Anyways, <laughs> right? I'm I'm nervous. I'm I'm angry. I'm mad that I can't eat the food that I smell right now. Um, I mean, it's just there's people in the parking lot doing things that I have no clue what they're doing. But I imagine it was just fun, a lot more fun than playing football. Um, and but once I get the first hit, I'm good. Whatever. So I'm, okay, I'm better now. It's like, OK, I
1: got that. It's good. But do you, do you want me to tell you what we were doing in the parking lot since when you were? No, playing? I don't. I, I don't. The, I know what I, I was do literally now.
3: in the parking lot. I know what I do now. So, yes, it's fun. <laughs> it was <laughs> no stress.
1: So that first year, the guys sorry to jump in here real quick. But I like a funny story about this. So the first year that I went to K State when I transferred up there was the year that you guys won the Big Twelve. Okay, so it three. was when you guys beat Oklahoma, it was one of the greatest nights of my college life. They closed Aggieville down and cops were riding on horseback up and down Aggie, like up and down the main what? street in Aggieville. What? And the cops had beers in their hands riding their horses, just walking up and down. Like I'll never forget sitting in the bars That's down amazing. and like, oh my God. Are you kidding me? But greatest, greatest night. Meanwhile, we're We're on on a bus bus
3: ride home from Kansas City to Manhattan.
1: Yeah, we got to enjoy everything you guys accomplished. So we really appreciate (laughs) you guys doing that for us. That's awesome. (laughs) But uh, that first year at K-State, the transfer up out there was playing baseball and it was during the fall. And they ran us like six days a week at like six o'clock in the morning. We were up running. And the only day that we didn't have to do anything was Sunday. So the only day we could do anything – was saturday and so you played a lot of like 11 a.m games like we went hard <laughs> during football games and tailgates it was like our one time to do something hold on bring this comment up here so there's statute of limitations we're all good here with the uh, yoder uh 05 rcpd has entered the chat um, <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> but um but yeah i awesome i I've, thank i've never actually thanked you for what you and your teammates did in giving oh, us yeah, a you. really good college experience uh being very very good at football so
3: thank thanks you. for the fan it's it's a team sport you know fans support us we support the fans it's it's a circle shout out to chief Ronnie Grice to RCPD uh so okay so to answer the question thoroughly so I've always so I've always hated the music it saw and I was with the the Snyder the don't you know what to Hang time, blah, blah blah blah. So, nothing, nothing, nothing. Blah, blah. It's whatever. All these cheesy 80s songs, right? So, I ignored those. Um, Arizona was decent. St. Louis, I was, we won five games in two years. We sucked so bad. It was just miserable. And then New Orleans. So, I get to New Orleans and we're riding up, and they have Jeezy put on for my city uh, on the playlist they have like all these songs are like the first time I'd ever heard these songs and they're on this playlist. And I'm like, what, what is this? And you're in the massive Superdome warming up and you're like, this song kicks ass. Like I've never heard this before. This is fantastic. They had some, some local, some local musicians do like, um, stand up and get It's like a song. It's national now, but in 09 it was new Orleans local. So it's like stand. And all these songs were like, I hear them now to this day. And I'm like, Oh, hell yeah. That reminds me of New Orleans warm-up. So, like, I hear GZ put on for my city, on for my city. I was like, damn. I was, like, vibing for a game. I'm like, this is tight. This is really I was, tight.
1: I was hoping you are going to say something completely like Kenny G, like something to calm <laughs> yourself down. It's like, what's the uh, uh, Zero Dark Thirty, the movie, when, like, they're getting ready to go in? Like, what are you listening to? And he's like, You pumping up. He's like, Tony Robbins. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like- well, yeah. That's well, that's I- honestly
3: – you- you can't be on offense. You can't be geeked up. Like I, I'm, there's no like listening to Metallica, uh, before, before it was like, it was like trance music, like techno trance music from, for me and jazz. That's what I listened to before the games. Cause I needed to calm down. Yeah. Chill. But yeah, but, but new Orleans. So like I said, I, I hated every music. I, I they've ruined, you know, ACDC and Guns Roses for me, uh, from pregame, pregame music. Nah, well, Tucker.
2: they still played a lot of ACDC and Guns N' Roses when I played. And I think that, that music's almost inevitable when you talk about uh, football games and Friday Night Football. Uh, you go to you go to any football stadium right now, you, you'll you still hear those. Um,
3: oh, we need new playlists, DJs. Where are my DJs at? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um,
2: but the first song I thought of that makes me think of high school football is Till I Collapse by Eminem um that's i know bj that it was your walkout song i do know that
3: (laughs) (laughs) bj invented it invented
1: it (laughs) i hear that that was like 12 years before you were in high school
2: (laughs) it might have been i need I need to double check the facts but uh
1: it was 2004
2: oh yeah It was a long time. My senior year of high school, uh, my senior year football season was 2015. So, uh, ooh, it was released in 2002. So yeah, yeah. But that's the song I thought of first. Uh, Remember the name? You know, do you remember that song? Fort Minor. No. Ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifteen percent gain He's not gonna like that song. (laughs) Hundred percent reason to remember the name. Um that one uh obviously makes That's me a think That's a good one. Yeah, no, I no it's not, but like it's it's uh You don't it have definitely to reminds me of high school football. It reminds you of football. All the
3: songs do. I thought that song was invented for like high school cuz I heard it like in real life outside of a stadium. I'm like
2: Yeah.
3: I thought this was on the jock jams playlist CD like how was this playing outside of a high school football sports game?
2: Sometimes I listen to it um, ironically, just for laughs, for for giggles. Um, but another one that I really think of—it's lots of Eminem really gets played. Tech Nine gets played a lot, especially in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, when you come down here for like games like that, you still hear some, uh, some Tech Nine. Just what's the one that uh?
3: He got big time locked up, right?
2: Red Kingdom. Red Kingdom is going. I was trying to think of the the former boxer. Who did a, who did a song can't be touched by Roy Jones Jones Jr. Jr. Boy, where did I pull that one from? Um, Mm. I don't know where I got that, but that is a very good football song. Really? If you, if you just like search, like, uh,
3: yeah, what uh, would be the search?
2: Friday, I think you have lights. to look up like I think you have to look up highlights of a player in college at that time. So like if you look up <laughs> Robert Griffin <the> III highlights <laughs> and you just hear those, the you know, Fort Minor or anything that goes over the top. Um, anything, anything by like Lincoln Park is a good that Friday night football good. song. That would be um, good. What about the Jay
3: Z? Did Jay Z Lincoln Park num encore? I can't listen to either of those songs on on their own. By the way.
2: I, Look, I can't. Like w. W. Yoder, he agrees with me. Lincoln Park. That's that's what you got to do right there. Shoot to thrill. This is Thunder Dan eighty eight. Give me shoot to thrill on the Chiefs overtime drive versus the Bills last year in the playoffs. Uh, Thunder Dan also says Frank Sinatra. Um, that doesn't necessarily get me going. Shoot but... to
3: thrill. I I like see that the reason I don't like I think the reason why I love Pulp Fiction so much was because the music was original, right? And, and you mm-hmm. attributed that music to Pulp Fiction. And I'll forever attribute, you know, GZ to New Orleans, right? And I don't know, I have so many memories associated with any ACDC song that I can't use it for high school football. So get new music. Like that's Just my scare. PSA. That's my PSA for this sort of, we're so far from the game on Sunday. Uh, you know, let's get some new stadium music. Like we really need to, like try harder, please, for me. Especially since, since second year high school referee in this year in KC, so let's let's get some good music. I was at where was that? I was I at Lawrence a couple nights ago, and they did ASAP Ferg, New Level, like eight ooh. times in a row, and I was for that. I was one hundred percent because that's one of my favorite songs of all time.
2: The drop is a good one on that one.
3: ASAP. The, 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 the little dog
2: barks right before it. Where they go? Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh and yes yeah it's a good drop right
1: i know what you guys are talking about so i'm just over here going
2: listen hey (laughs) bj
3: listen i don't i think i can play any part of that song because i think it curses
1: like right off the get-go
2: i mean thunder dan is bringing the heat in the chat fortunate son
1: listen as soon as you start talking about music the chat really took off
3: see i did i love music well Favorite music you know I think that's good I think and, and like you said who's that Thunder Dan also have to shoot to thrill during the drive versus Buffalo mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I think you know y- you'll hear that um morning of the Super Bowl I heard on the radio um uh I've got a feeling by black eyed peas and I knew right away I was like we're winning tonight I was like mm. and I'd, I'd never felt that way before and I'm like we are winning tonight like 100. That's like, yeah. And so I hear, I hear that song now. Like, I'm like, and like the kids like change it to hits one or blah, blah. I'm like, shut your mouth. Like we're listening to this. And I won't tell them that daddy's having a flashback. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reliving a moment, kids away to school. But yeah.
1: Reading through the different, reading through the different comments. Um, There's some good ones in putting, there. Yeah. Bring on Gina's comment. Yeah, I did not hear the silly analytics. Uh, as to why they're going to finish last. I know that Kyle Brandt picked the Chargers to win the division. And Peter Schrager, our guy Peter, uh, picked the Chiefs to win the division, uh, just like they've done for the last six years. So,
2: Listen, our guy Matt Hamilton had a really good breakdown of Patrick Mahomes in the offense on Good Morning Football. Um,
1: yeah, you're going to see a lot of the same analysis on his weekly <laughs> breakdown. He asked if he could use the same plays. And I was like, sure, you have to do more work it's a different audience and then he promotes it everywhere Chief King's sharing it all over the place i'm like yeah this is gonna look really familiar uh on wednesday so breaking news everybody who's watching this uh live uh depending upon what time the audio gets up tomorrow but we'll have uh the first episode of the breakdown with matt castle and matt hamilton uh sometime wednesday afternoon slash evening depending upon uh how quickly Tucker gets My after
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, we trying, trying to schedule a show, and you guys have like 50 shows. It's amazing.
2: There's a lot of them.
1: Got a lot of content. We were about to turn it all the way up. Right now we've been at like 10.2. We're about to just turn it all the way up to 11. Another reference that Tucker will not get because he was born 25 years after that movie came out.
3: I've never seen that movie either, Tucker, but I know the reference. You should. Um, I'll, I'll send you the link.
1: Okay. What's the other? <laughs> we should ask the chat room now that it's it's hyped. Um, Tucker's never seen Team America, and mm-hmm. we've been talking about um, doing a second screen watch party as Tucker experiences Team America for the first time. And it's not exactly a movie that could come out right now. That wouldn't happen. It's a classic. But you
3: could though, because using um, puppets, marionettes.
1: Mm. I'm not sure that humor. Could pl- could fly right now. Heck.
2: It's like here's I, I don't know if this is exactly true, but like stoner comedy movies like Pineapple Express couldn't come out today because I don't think it would be as funny as it was when it came out.
3: Solid point. Yeah. Since you don't have to since marijuana is not exactly illegal as it was back in the day either. Right. It's super bad. bad. Yeah.
2: Right. So like any, any of those movies like that, I don't think that they'd be as funny now as if they came out. Machine Gun Kelly just tried to do. Don't get me started on Machine Gun Kelly, by the way. But they just he just released a stoner type comedy, and it did not play well. Probably because he's just bad at it. Sorry.
3: The yeah. best, hey, the best, the best tweet I've ever seen about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox is everything I've learned about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox has been against my will. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My favorite tweet about Machine Gun Kelly is I don't think Machine Gun or Machine Gun Kelly gets enough gets a lot of hate, but I don't think he gets enough.
1: <laughs> it right, is. Let's wrap we're gonna wrap this show up. If anybody in the comment section has a blind nil segment for us, we can try this since <laughs> we're doing this show live. If you got a question for us, we'll all run through it very quickly. Oh my god. So the first question I see in the chat room, whether mm. you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're watching, send us a question. And uh, the first one that we come through, we're going to answer. So
2: that, Get those, that, that, those could, fingers be,
3: that could be. I'm actually kind of
1: scared now that I said that. I'm not the afraid.
3: First. I am. I am. I know am oh, we can't true. see him,
1: Nick.
2: That, <laughs> that's true. Nick is, that, Nick is literally flying blind in this blind no.
3: I, I love it. I love that. This is true, blind no. This makes me see. We need a fourth person and we could do a true. You know what we should do? We should play spades one time. We need to figure. I need to just live have on
2: this. the show. Just to
3: play We'd have to B- figure B- it out. We have to figure it out and be and be like, what do I do here? What if I have this this ace of spades or what's what right. the
1: yeah? BL, we got a question from BL here, and it's Oops. saying. Actually, we had two questions. They're kind of similar. All right, BL mm-hmm. says, "How many weeks do you think it's going to take for the defense to gel?" Tucker.
2: Eight
1: um I think it'll just be week to week
3: I think good teams you know they're they're so balanced that you know one week it'll be the de- much like last season right where, where the defense sort of carried the team all year and then a couple of seasons before the offense was carrying the defense right so it's just this back and forth but um I love the direction of where this defense is going uh, you know that we talked about you have physical corners uh you know because you got to combat the AFC West and all its talents and then, you know, you got interior D linemen that are solid, you know, next to Chris Jones. And then I really like Carl Karloftis as a backup, you know, that's he's, he's, yeah. you know, I think the linebacker core has figured it out too. So mixing
1: some vets and some rookies. Yeah. It'll be week to week though. It just depends. I'm going to, I'm going to say six weeks and be a little different Tucker And this because I just pulled up the schedule. Uh, when you look at it here, are the first six games for the chiefs, for those who don't have the schedule memorized obviously week one at Arizona and the short week against the chargers on a big one on Thursday night. Then they're at Indianapolis at Tampa Bay mm. at home against the Raiders. And then at home against the bills. I think after that bills game, they will have gone through the gauntlet. Not that it gets any easier after that. Cause then you're at San Francisco, Tennessee, Jacksonville, and then at the chargers, Rams, Bengals, like it's, the schedule is brutal. Like a- those first six games, they've faced five, four or five of the best teams in all of football at that point. And if they're not ready to go by weeks, like those rookies, if they're playing as much as we expect them to, right off the bat, by six weeks after facing Josh Allen, Tom Brady, um, Justin Herbert, and obviously going up against Kyler Murray, James, a different kind of athlete. Um, that's a gauntlet of dudes. Especially you're talking about the defensive backs. Um going up one week against freaking Tom Brady and his way to read defenses in week four. And then you're facing mm-hmm. Devontae Adams in week five, and then Stephon Diggs in week six. Not that everybody doesn't have dudes, but they're gonna grow up a lot after those six games.
2: Those are some dudes right there.
1: And then what's the date of the at Tampa Bay matchup? October second. It's on Sunday night football. Here's
3: the funny thing. October 2nd in Tampa. It's still going to be hot and sticky AF, man. So those are those games, like the late September, early October games, so that you go to like a Tampa, you go to Miami, you go to, well, not Houston, it's their indoor. We uh, go to those two places, right? Where they still have outdoor stadiums and it's hot and it's muggy. And you're like, oh man, Miami sucks this year. How'd they beat these guys or whatever, you know, back in the day. But it's, it's that, it's that heat that you think you're out of it, right? You're in October, right? In Kansas City, right? We're wearing jackets, whatever. And in Tampa, it's still hot as shit. And it's it's still humid. So that's why people cramping up on the sidelines. And now it's like you get those sneaky winds there. So that'll be tricking itself with just the weather.
2: Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: All right. Let's end it there before it gets even weirder, if that's even possible at this point. So we appreciate everybody who's still (laughs) listening, who hung in there uh, with us for this episode. Uh, Obviously, starting next week, we'll have a lot more football to discuss as we continue outside the trenches with Nick's blind nil um, outline, where we each bring a different segment to the show. We appreciate everybody for hanging out. We appreciate everybody for commenting. If you're watching this on YouTube after the fact, please like and subscribe the video uh, and let us know in the comment section uh, what blind nil uh, give us some ideas of what we can use in the future. Uh, you bring a good one. We will use it and we will give you credit because that's what we do here. So we appreciate all of you and Nick, you gotta let it, you gotta close it out the way that you've handled this entire episode.
3: You know, uh, I just thank everyone for listening. Uh, I'm really excited about the season. I'm excited to get some uh, game footage down to do some, some breakdown, some more uh, analysis. Uh, I love the way that this show today was kind of like the, like the funny show before, because guess what? I'm sure everyone else is sick of hearing the same shit. Like we are too, where it's like no real action. We're not going to break down a third preseason game, all this stuff. And, um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this season. I think we figured out our B-sides. We figured out, you know, our, our place in this world with outside the trenches. So it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Always hit us up on the Twitter. Uh, go out, put some uh, Five Farms Irish Cream liquor into your coffee or your hot cocoa. If you're not into that, you know, go place a bet with DraftKings. Um, if you're not into that, you know, Charlie Hustle has a great, great you know, blend of Kansas City affiliated t-shirts. Hey, I got a Charlie Hustle shirt. Finally, I had to pay for it. I love it. I love Charlie Hustle. Support you forever. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you.